Hello, everyone, and welcome to Overtime. This is Dribble's official podcast. I'm Dan Cederholm, your host, and this is episode lucky number 13 with Amy and Jennifer Hood. Now, Amy and Jen are the Wonder Twin founders of Hood Spa Design Company in Newport Beach, California, and uh, it was a pleasure talking to them today about how they got started, uh, what they do there over at Hood Spa, dealing with clients, uh, creating physical goods uh, through their odds and sods company. Um, it's just a great a great chat with uh, two uh, very, very talented people in Newport Beach, and uh, I think you're going to enjoy it. So before we get started, we also wanted to take a moment to tell you about My Favorite Five. This is a brand new MyFonts newsletter series that profiles hardworking designers like yourself who are out there making incredible work every single day. Each issue of My Favorite Five highlights a talented working designer in the community. You'll get to see their projects and process as well as the five go-to typefaces they rely on to get the job done, which is really, really insightful. It's a great way to learn about new fonts because what's better than a type recommendation from someone who's actually in the trenches making uh, great work with them? Uh, so to learn more about your fellow designers and how to support them, check out the current issues of My Favorite Five at myfonts.com slash newsletters. And also, they're always on the lookout for new folks to feature in My Favorite Five. So feel free to throw your name or a friend's name into the ring for consideration, and they'd love to hear from you. For more info, check out myfonts.com slash newsletters. Again, that's myfonts.com slash newsletters. Brought to you by MyFonts the world's largest font marketplace. So thanks very much to my fonts and monotype for being this week's sponsor. And now without further ado, let's move on to our chat with Amy and Jen Hood. Well, so welcome to Overtime, uh, Jennifer and Amy Hello. Hood. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for being on here. First of course, of all. man. Thanks for inviting um, us. I actually just emailed in to say that the the pause button wasn't showing up on Meg Robichaux's podcast, and then magically I got invited, and it was like the best happenstance ever. I'm going to start complaining on every site just in case. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it took. You know, I got the email, and then it's like, thanks for the feedback. Oh, by the way, like, let's have you on. No, <laughs> it was perfect. It was no, we, yeah. We we've wanted to have uh, Hood Spa on. Uh, for a long time, actually, because been big fans, and uh, you both have been killing it on Dribble for <laughs> for a long time, actually. Since the get go, um, man, the, the glory. Since the get go, yeah. Who invited exactly. us, Amy? So, uh, like, who, was, is, who was our draftee or our? Oh drafter? yeah, I don't know. I feel it like it Brian might have been Lindstrom. Jed Bridges. Is Brian Lindstrom? Oh, it was Brian Lindstrom. Yeah. yeah. Brian Lindstrom. Wow. So you so you not you remember? You have to remember the people who helped you along the way. You know. Yeah. <laughs> he was a mentor, actually. He was really helpful. He always got us involved in everything. Really? Like not not just inviting you, but like uh, yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. Someone else uh, we talked to had a similar experience with the person mm-hmm. that drafted them. We had like high hopes for you know some sort of like family oh, tree type thing. Is- oh. you, you can actually see who has who, the best uh, I mean, I guess we have that. <laughs> yeah, like your lineage. Yeah, yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, your lineage, your dribble lineage. But um but uh yeah, well, I'm so glad that Brian uh did that. Um and uh you know, I like I said, a big fan of what you're doing and like the fact that I think it's always been fascinating because it's the fact that you're running your own business, you're twins, 
you're uh, you're probably like, yeah, we know. Um, <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. I was, and uh, and you're in California, which like for me, like growing up in New England, California was always like this. I always wanted to be there because everything was going on there. So anyway, I I'd love to get the story of like how how you both started. Mm-hmm. How how did you get into design? And did you get did you both get into it at the same time? Because that's it's awesome, right? Like you you can get along and and, and run a business together, which isn't like yeah, most easy siblings, to do for yeah, some yeah. siblings, right? <laughs> well, it just so you know um, that whole California like uh, aura. It's universal. Like when we were just traveling to Sweden and Denmark, every place we went, we found that saying we were from LA specifically was like the golden ticket, which we're not really from LA. We're from Orange County, but who wants to say that? No, I'm kidding. Orange County is great, but it has a bad rap because of all the TV, you know, junk. Yeah, there's right. a lot of besides TV the OC, which is amazing. There. Besides yeah. the original, but the OC, Seth Cohen. I mean, but the housewives <laughs> shit that's been giving us a bad rap but anyways when we were going through the I'm airport sorry, yeah. like everyone was like you're from la are you movie stars no we're not movie stars we're just we're just blonde <laughs> and we're from la that's it um, but it was it was like a golden ticket uh-huh. everybody loves california more than one european was like we hope that california has its own brexit and just separates from the u.s so we can start supporting you <laughs> that was hilarious oh, yeah. I, I i've heard like things about that like that's not that's no. not too far off <laughs> just right? one good earthquake and we'll if be I, our if, own country yeah. Oh, that's true. It'd be an <laughs> island, actually. You'd be an island nation. Uh, well, yeah. The OC. Uh, you just reminded me of uh, Orange County. To me, it's like Laguna mm-hmm. Beach. Yeah. And uh, the the show, like Lauren Conrad. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Oh Lauren Conrad, and then and then the Hills. Right. Is that the? Yeah. I never show? saw Man, either really of those at- shows, and I feel like such a sham oh, of an Orange County. And. No, you're probably better off. Or not yeah, off. probably they, so. They were kind of like, they were supposed to be real, but I don't <laughs> think they were. And I was kind of crushed when I wait, found out wait, it was real. So. Reality TV isn't real. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> yeah, Expose. Exactly. We're blowing oh the shit wide open. <laughs> this is going to be big. This pot, this, <laughs> this podcast isn't <laughs> yeah. real. Either, by the way. This is all scripted. Totally it's all fake. prompted. It's a terrible prompt. Who's the writer on this shit? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. So, somebody wrote, somebody wrote this, uh, like everything we're saying. <laughs> Um, okay, but right. So seriously, <laughs> how do we get started? Amy, do you want to take this question? Origin story. Yeah, yeah. Okay, origin story. Yeah. Um, origin story. I mean, we don't have to. We can. We don't have to do the whole thing. I just like. I would love to know like how you both got into to design and and how it yeah. is working together because that's that's fascinating. I mean, yeah, we both got into design. You know, like a lot of people do, you just start out doing art, and then you're trying to figure out how to make money at art, and then someone tells you about Adobe Illustrator or Photoshop, and then you start making posters in Photoshop, which is so wrong. And then <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, you're doing it all wrong. And then you decide to actually like get real and take a few classes. And um, Jen and I were super lucky, actually. I worked at a coffee shop and one of my longtime favorite clients, Jason Staggs, like just w- took a chance on two kids and gave us paid internships and basically just taught us through apprenticeship how to do all the programs and he was so patient and so long suffering. And so Jen and I learned at this like Clipper magazine how to do everything. And I swear by it, I tell all my students, I'm like, find a like a high output magazine and just like hunker down and and learn how to be like a production maniac. Wow. Wow. Cause it's like trial yeah. by fire. Yeah, there. definitely. I feel like that's the and, best and, way. <laughs> yeah, I totally. Like you just dive right in. 
Now, and you both were had similar interests too, like in, at the same time. I think that's what's that's cool. Yeah, that always creeps me out that Jen and I both got the art talent. Like, I know we're twins, but yeah. it, it's really creepy that we have the same skills and even our style is really similar. Can you imagine living with your direct competition? Like, this is what we do. Oh, that would be. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we have joined forces, so it's like it's for greater good. But um, I'm glad you're. Yeah, I'm glad you're together because that would be a tough tough uh competition but you're right like even on on dribble like if if um you know you you both are uploading something to, to the hood spot team yeah like the styles are very similar it's it's like a cohesive thing although also the your other folks that work for you similar style mm-hmm. too sometimes like you you found some really oh, good yeah. talent we have to, an amazing to, team and we're so 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 grateful yeah. for them because um yeah, I mean, even now we're like getting so much great work inquiries and we're like, how do we handle it all? Because like just there's not enough management time too to make sure that it all stays that cohesive. Like that takes more work than, you know, it seems, right? Um, to keep everything on the same yeah. page. But um, it's a good position to be in, to be totally. wanted, right? <laughs> so could be worse. That, no, that's a great problem to have. That's good. But but yeah, tough to keep it, keep it all together. Now, h- how many folks do you have over there now? It's kind of cool. We have... Um, People always ask us how many employees we have, but we're kind of like a subcontractor-only agency. Jen and I are the only ones that are really on the books as employees. And then we just have like five amazing subcontractors. And we could have more, but honestly, like between Arturo Jimenez, uh, Hans Benowitz, and Sam Lopez, and then like our development team at Grumpy House and some of our copywriters, like we just don't need anybody else. We just have such a solid team. But um, if we do, like if a project comes up where we need like a, a certain kind of design or illustration style, like we're able to be nimble and and be able to, you know, bring that person on. It's not, I don't know. I really like our way of doing this agency thing, Jen. I think we're doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, good, Amy. This, no, the way this nimble agency thing. But I think. See, you guys, you're agreeing right, right now. Isn't that what Meg Lewis does too with Ghostly Ferns? I think they're just like a group yeah. of like really like yeah. well, um, they just blend really well, but they're freelancers who just choose to work together on certain yeah. projects. Yeah. yeah, exactly. A collective. Yeah. Well, right? And, right. in the nature yeah. of like the economy right now, every, no one's really hiring internally design teams as much as they used to. I mean, that's a sweeping statement, but mm-hmm. um, a lot of people are outsourcing yeah. more. So um, yep. we're kind of like, and it makes sense because, it, like, the fluctuations of, like, jobs and when things come in and what kind of style they want, it's just, like, you know, it's really hard to guess. So Yeah, 100%. I bet. I mean, it must allow you to, uh, because they're not full-time, you know, you can bring them in to certain projects but maybe not mm-hmm. certain other ones. And yeah, exactly. Depending on what you, what you need, right, you can kind of assemble a, a super And the super trade-off team. for them is they get to say yes or no. Like, yeah. they don't have to do everything we tell them. Exactly. They're like, I don't want to do that. All right, cool, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, it would be a really one-way relationship yeah. where we were getting all the benefits and they were kind of left out on their own. But I think they love the flexibility, being able to do what they want, when they want, but also having a little bit of regularity and being able to rely on um, you know, that's the, not that's the, chasing their own work. <laughs> that's the creative dream right there. It makes sense. Yeah, heck totally. It makes sense why that works. And, um, and, and that's, that's super awesome. So we, I want to talk about some, some work. So I've chosen some, some shots of yours, which was really difficult because they're all great. Uh, I'm not just saying that. I mean, it's really, uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's like, it's like, again, a, a big fan, but, um, so the first one is, uh, it's called Final Middle Waves Hood Spa Dribble Detail. So this is a, I think it's a poster, right? For a Middle Waves was a like a, a music festival. Music yeah. festival. Thank you. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, this is so cool because, first of all, there's a lot of things going on here, but the, the color, just the use of color is incredible. Like, I, I, whenever I see stuff like this, I'm always like, I wish I knew how to combine colors that I wouldn't think would combine well, right? Okay, so that's so funny that that's what you draw attention yeah. to yeah. because Nate, Nate Utesh is an amazing designer and also an amazing saxophone player. But um, <clears throat> he's the one who gathered all these artists to do these posters. And he gave us this required color scheme, which is pretty much the color scheme of my t-shirt right now. And it wow. was like the bane of all of our existences, <laughs> trying to make these colors work together. It was. It was so hard. If you think about it, there's really they're all really bright and vivid. And yeah. if you put certain ones next to each other, they just vibrate like crazy. But that was also the glory of it. So I love these kinds of constraints. It's why I think I'll always do client work because the constraints that you're given is what usually like forces you into these really exciting new avenues you wouldn't travel down naturally totally oh man so absolutely um that's so funny uh, yeah like but you've done such a great job like with the hair being the same color as the background i think that that just ties the whole thing together for me and there's so much going on in there too like so so there's like things hidden too like the band names right uh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a Where's Waldo. Yeah. We wanted it to be like, depending on how how long you look at it, you always see something new. If you just keep looking, well, that's what happened to me because I was like looking at it before we we got on here, and and uh, I'm like, wait a minute, there's other like I looked at the big version, the attachment, and I'm like, hey, there's band names all over the place, like the B45s. Is that another? Mm-hmm. That's like the yeah, so yeah, pretty much exactly. every <laughs> piece of text on here besides the middle waves is they're all bands in the lineup. Oh my gosh. And we tried to organize like which ones were largest and had the most exciting oh, like yeah. you know placements as the headliners. Oh. And the coolest thing about this whole thing was I was like the flaming lips are headlining. This is amazing, yeah, you know, and amazing. we get to design something for it. So that's that's, always that's cool. incredible, right? I love yeah. flaming lips. And I I also love Best Coast. Um Oh yeah, they're great. I know, it was a good really lineup. Good, really good stuff. Uh, that's a real California the craziest vibe. thing, Dan, I don't know if you have, is, oh, there's a chat on here. I've got to send you something. Yeah. So I sent in the final design, and the girl who's collecting and doing the producing to make sure everything gets done on time, she goes, you have got to be kidding me. I was like, what? She goes, my best friend who's also volunteering for this festival, I took a picture of her like a month ago. She came home really late or something, and we were having a party, and she just like fell down on the floor next to a record, and she literally looks exactly like your composition. <laughs> I have to what? send you this. It's so crazy. That's um, it was kismet. It's it was that, fun. I need to figure out how that's can I drag that's like cosmic photos in here. It's, to- it's so cosmic. Exactly. It's, it's totally cosmic. Uh, that's yeah. amazing. But we have to put it in the show notes if we can. Oh yeah, that'd Is be there a possibility. If we, okay. if we, if 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 that's cool with you, we would love to put it in the show. Oh, notes. Oh yeah, we have to. I wonder yes. if we have to get like image consent from that girl. I'll ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to get like a release uh, model model release for it or something. Yeah, she's yeah model her, release. Her modeling career is gonna blow up. That's right. This, the only problem is we don't confuse people and be like, oh, you just you took a photo and made the. It literally looks like it's the photo <laughs> yeah, reference. It's crazy. That I don't, and no one ever reads like the whole story. They just look at photos. That's, and that's the only thing I'm worried about, right? So that's exactly like, oh, what will okay. happen. It's like, uh, I mean, it's still, still amazing, but like, you know, was she wearing yeah. a Best Coast shirt and a bully necklace by, by any chance? I wonder. No, that would have been okay. weird. Maybe I'm psychic. I just didn't know it. You know, you, you should you could Photoshop <laughs> that in, and that would be like even more crazy. But um, yeah, but then that would be reality TV. So. But then I would be a fake news outlet. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We don't. We don't. <laughs> Alternate facts. We, we don't. Want, we don't. We don't want to contribute to that, do we? Um, so, all right. So this is this is super cool. I wonder, like, are some of your projects collaborative between the two of you, or or 
or some, you know, one of you will take one and one of you will take another or, you know, just wondering how that, how that works from, or maybe it's different from client to client. Well, for the most part, just to keep it like not confusing and just to like maximize profitability to the max, we try to separate it out and one person does quoting, um, estimating and all that kind of thing. And then they're the point person from that, that point onward mm-hmm. with the client, just so it's not confusing like twins. It's just, it can get really confusing really quickly. Yes, yes. And, um, and also it's just kind of a waste of time when you're reading double the emails when I'm like, Jen, you got this. You can take this one. I'll take the next one. And, uh, and then for the ideating stage though, we always work together mm-hmm. because it's just, you know, you're able to get a lot more to start with and then kind of sharpen it and iterate and hone in. And, um, and we even like to bring in, you know, the whole team on that whenever it's possible, but it's a little bit harder since everybody's remote, but, um, but yeah, we try to have on the big projects, we try to have as many minds in there just ideating as possible. That's cool. So, and do you, not only you're running the business together, but you, so you, you also like to collaborate like creatively, right? So that you're getting each other's feedback on stuff and. Is that, for sure. Yeah. Is I'm constantly okay, sending yeah. cool. Jen text messages. I'm like, does this suck? Which one's better? You know, and that yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> and she hates it. She's like, oh, geez, just make a decision on your own. <laughs> not always. That is not true. Uh, <laughs> but, but it's it the twin funny. syndrome. Like, it's like every, it's hard to get work done when your phone's like, ding, ding, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. It is. It really is. It, it totally is. <laughs> But. I'm like, how about now? How about this change? How about this? <laughs> but it's funny because then I'll give her my opinion. She's like, um, she doesn't like the opinion. <laughs> or she's like, sure. <laughs> she wants to second guess it. Then I really have to sell it. So I have to always pitch Amy on my my opinions. Uh, you know what I'm getting out of this? I'm like, I'm like, uh, everybody listening is going to be like, I wish I had a twin that's like a designer because you, <laughs> Honestly, you've got like someone you can run anything by. And you can, because you're siblings seriously. too, you don't have that like politeness thing you have to worry about it's like right, right? you could just be like i know it's like yeah. the exact that. opposite of the durable comments feed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like durable's like great it's like, job. This is great weird job. i don't like it yeah i don't like it and this, i don't know this, why this, Durable's <laughs> like where everyone turns into human bots that are really polite they're like way to go super <laughs> you know, super, super encouraging right but that's what I love it. It's like the yeah. exact opposite of internet trolls. So that's um, true. It's but, a positive yeah. place. And everyone, yeah, they, it's a place to be, you know, val- validated, which I need a lot of. And it's actually, so- I have to say that there's a few people that, like, I have certain friends that are amazing dribble commenters, and they'll always give me great yeah. feedback. So I think you have to be careful about who you're yeah. following and making sure that you, you know, like, I always got to give a shout out to Jed Bridges because that guy gives great. Oh, feedback. Nice. Well, and nice. we have like a cust uh, a. Uh, Text started going with uh, Joel Buchelman and Josh Rizzo where we just like, you know, give really, really honest feedback to our stuff. Awesome. But the great thing about that, which is hard with Dribble, is you have no context on Dribble. Like when you post a shot, I mean, they don't know what who the like much about the client, much of about your process of what you've been going through, what the client asked for, what the revisions have been like. And that's why it's really hard for people to give, you know, feedback. And I understand totally. that. Totally. So but when you have friends who've been familiar with what you've been going through, they can give way better feedback because they know the story. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. They definitely. And uh you know, I think over the years, like we've we've realized, you know that I think the 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 value of dribble or one of the values of dribble is 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 showcasing stuff, you know, just letting mm-hmm. letting people know what you're up to and and making it easy to do that. So that's the constraint of the shot and all that. It's just easy to digest mm-hmm. and um, it's a highlight reel. Yeah, it is exactly exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you always feel bad for those people who are like, no, it's a place to show my progress proof, right? It's like, well, you can, yeah, I know. <laughs> but you might get grilled and, and no one will like your stuff. <laughs> 
we get it's so sad. We, we get dinged on that a lot in terms of uh, well, it's supposed to be for feedback, but I think you know when we when we initially created the site, it was not we didn't have any exact plans for it. You know, mm-hmm. we were just we just mm-hmm. we weren't sure how people were going to use it, and we wanted to see how you know watch how they use it, and then yeah. kind of build around that. And um, I think pretty early on, it was pretty clear that people were showing really impressive stuff and, and just sort of right. putting their best foot forward, you know, trying to get uh, more visibility. So, so that's what we, that's what we embraced. But it makes sense. <laughs> like the community is going to impose its will on any platform you put out there. And totally. it's, it's silly to try and like stem the tide. You have to roll with it and learn to play the game. Yeah. It's like we went to, we help uh, run this thing called connecting things. It's a, an event series. And yesterday a guy came and talked to run soul pancake who does like a lot of positive content and stuff. And someone, and so they do a lot on YouTube. And someone asked him, um, how do you feel about uh, putting content on YouTube where you turn the comments off? He says, well, then why are you on YouTube? That's like the community. They want to interact. It's not a one-way conversation. And they and they won't embrace it unless they're able to put their two cents in. And it's the same. Like Dribbble has its complete own unique community that's completely different. So you, it's it's smart to be aware of those things. I think you're right. I mean, yeah. I think, and if you try to impose too many guidelines or rules on on how people use it, it's just it it just doesn't work that way. Um, yeah. And um, so hopefully we hopefully we carry on and we're doing the right thing here. But we'll see. <laughs> uh, I think so. Uh, yeah. I like to use Dribbble as a way to like get. Like this or that opinion. Uh, you know? yes. Yeah, like, it's very good yeah. for that. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yep. It's my favorite yeah. for that because it's my favorite designers, like the people whose opinions I trust mm-hmm. the most, and they don't have to have all the context to just say this one's better. Right. That's right. It, it's yeah, like for pure visual feedback, right? It's it's, mm-hmm. it's fine. It's totally yeah. good. Um, mm-hmm. I totally agree. All right, so I'm going to move on to the next shot that I chose. This one's cool because enamel pins are like really – the the thing, right? <laughs> right? I mean, I think they've always been, but for some reason, they're, maybe they're easier to make or whatever. But anyway, so this is the Salt Flats enamel pin. Yeah. They're kind of like the Pogs or Beanie Babies Ooh. of like the 20s, yeah, I guess. Wow. Like we're all collecting them, but what are we going to well, do that with was, them? That was going to be my qu- one of my questions. Like I I love them, right? And every time I see one, I'm like, right. I've got to buy it. And uh, <laughs> Right. But then I, yeah. I, I think I don't. I don't put them on anything. Like I don't have a, I don't have a, I don't have a cool jean jacket or anything. Oh really? Like, you don't put them on a jacket? You gotta get your gotta, Fonzie jacket. I do out. I have to get a Fonzie jacket. Um, <laughs> I don't know if dads do that though. But well, anyway, but I, but I, 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 but I still love them, and I, I have a bunch of them, and I, it's like one of those things that's like, well, I'm gonna ask you this so you can tell me, but what's fun about making them? So this one's the salt flats enamel pin, which. I I, lo- I love it because what a cool design! It's a helmet, but then you've got the reflection of like the landscape in the helmet um, glass, which is really cool. Never seen something like that before. Yeah. So yeah, that was yeah. Funny. So what was it like designing that? And um, I guess this goes into like you guys have created um, uh, odds and sods, which is like a, a store to sell stuff, right? Um, that, that you're creating yourselves. Yep. It was, yeah, we, we started creating um, odds and sods just as a creative outlet, honestly. You know, Jen's totally right. I never want to give up client work, but sometimes you can almost start to second guess yourself because you hear, you know, they're always changing what you're presenting and you hear no a lot. 
And it's just, I feel like it's really easy to get inside your own head after like two years. You know, every two years, you almost have to have a reset of like, just go on a long vacation or just do something for you, you know, something purely creative for you. And that was definitely what Odds and Saws was. It was at a time when I was feeling really creatively drained. And I was just like, Jen, did we forget how to design? Like, do we know what we're doing anymore? You know? Odds and, and Saws was uh, our experimental album that turned oh, out Oh, really well. that's a great way of explaining it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, sure. right? Definitely. Yeah. And we had been wanting to get new, different kinds of projects. We wanted to get more packaging work. And um, we couldn't because we just didn't have enough experience to show clients that we knew how to do it. And so this was also a chance for us to say, okay, no one ever wants to pay for the fun stuff like die cut, Mm -hmm. custom packaging, that kind of thing. So let's show them that we can do it and we can do it well and it doesn't have to cost a ton. And then, you know, like see if that can't generate some work as well. So that's awesome. Yeah. And it worked out really well. And I see you giving me the thumbs up. And yes, that's how it felt. It did. It felt amazing. Like posting it to Dribble. And that's a theme that pops up too, like create stuff that you want to, that you want to see, you know, and, and sort of like create, and it's right? in a way yeah. it can lead to clients wanting the same thing that you wanted to build, right? For sure. And it did. It yeah. did. Yeah. And it took off. Yeah. You got, you have tons of stuff in here now and it's amazing. So I, I wonder it's in terms of pins, cause pins are so, sometimes I like to get into the details of things, but hopefully other people, <laughs> hopefully the listeners like this as well, but like, how do you like, <laughs> How do you approach a pin design? Is that different than um, a sticker or a poster or whatever? Oh, I think it's totally different. Yeah. I think it's, um, for me, it was hard to just learn to get simple. Like you have to be so simple because the details are so small. And there's nothing worse than asking someone to wear a one and a half inch tall pin. That is such a dedication. It's actually huge. It doesn't sound big, but yeah. It, big, yeah, yeah. We yeah. ordered our first one and we thought, yeah, one and a half inches right. isn't that big. And then we got it back and like we were that, like, oh my that gosh, on, this on your jacket. Ginormous. Like, yeah, gigantic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's such a dedication. <laughs> and so we were like, okay, we got to get simpler and we, you know, just keep it to the basics, you know? And Which is hard for us because we are definitely a more is more type of agency. For sure. <laughs> if you look at our dribble shots, we're just like, let's add some more to that. <laughs> you know what that needs? <laughs> more. <laughs> that's, the, that's the tech. We're very that's extra the text, people. Back and forth. Like, what do you think of this? More. Stop, 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 I need stop more. texting me. I don't know what I need, but I need more. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But So that was kind of fun. That was another like little test for us. It's like testing okay, like we can, we can do big posters with lots of detail, like middle waves where there's like, where's Waldo details that are tiny. Um, but can we make something that people resonate with? That's only, you know, three quarters of an inch tall, you know? And, and so that was really fun. And so we approach it really simply. It's just like, it usually happens after we travel either to someplace that we really love, like back home to Kentucky and Nashville, or it's like somewhere new and, and you're just like, wow, everyone is really connecting over this thing. And like when we went to Nashville, we were, we were going to the honky tonks. We were going to Robert's Western world and like, um, the five spot and listening to our favorite bands. And, you know, you feel like at one with the crowd, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's how we kind of thought about doing this new honky tonk pin. And so it's kind of like waiting for the moment to realize like these great uniters that everyone can get involved with instead of it feeling so like, um, so much of a cool club. I think that's what we're trying to make with odds and sods. Things that people can find common ground on instead of, you know, things that we don't agree mm. on. Because it's definitely a time when we don't agree what on much anymore. So that. It's really good. Uh, yeah. And so many of enamel pins are so hyper niche. Yeah. They know? are. Like, and they're so like, negative, I feel like. It's always like, the pin says like, fuck you or something. Like literally every pin <laughs> is so that's, angsty. That's the one. I have several of those actually. 
kidding. Just kidding. I think we do, I think we gravitate towards that as people because we feel so unable to say those things in mm. reality For to sure. what's frustrating us. So, um, and I have been learning to say no more often, and I feel way less fuck you in my personal life because I'm like ah, I'm I'm healthfully saying this more often to clients in a positive way instead of wearing it in, on my lapel pin. But, uh, <laughs> but then again, I still have a lapel pin that says bullshit. Which why that's I a whole di- that's a whole different story. So, that's like, that's, that's yeah, I call bullshit right. on the world. So that's that's, po- that's what I do. Yeah, I think. I think it is too. Yeah. I love that. So the honky. I'm glad you mentioned the honky tonk pin because I saw that this morning and I'm like, mm, I think I need to get the honky tonk pin. Um, oh man, Dan, I got you covered. All right. <laughs> oh no, 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 that one right after this podcast that, that, is done. No, no that it's wasn't a, like a. a, a Okay. It's okay. It's too yeah, late. You utilize <laughs> your power no, position. No, no, that's Come like, on, isn't it doing? illegal or something? I don't know. I was going to say, do you have to say this is a sponsored podcast yeah, yeah, now or something? Yeah. Like? yeah. Perfect. We got some advertising. Yeah, we, right now. We, absolutely. We totally can. Um, no, is, there's like laws against. No, I don't even know. Okay. <laughs> I heard there are. I didn't realize. Apparently, I'm like. We've been bribing a lot of people, Amy. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even there know. Is, we didn't like, even I know. Think obviously, everyone. not this. But, well, well, now that we have new owners, maybe, maybe it is. But. But I think there there is something about that, and I there can't is remember. there's laws on yeah. Instagram now. If you if someone gives you something and you're promoting it, and they paid you to say it, and you don't say that it was sponsored, apparently that's illegal. I, I have, have no to idea. My entire stream. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's your account sponsored by? I gotta oh, go look now. No, <laughs> I mean they're all like they're all just <laughs> pictures of random. You wouldn't. It's subliminal advertising, right? I mean, right. It's a picture of, of like. The yeah, it's kind. like a picture of uh, a mountain in New Hampshire, but it's really like ski. It's a ski resort commercial. Visit New Hampshire, pay right, you to put right. that photo Exactly. <laughs> the whole thing. Spon- oh, God. All right. Dang it. Reality gotta- TV again. Just- <laughs> I got oh, a lot yeah, of work yeah, to yeah. do after this. Um, so, <laughs> so enamel pins, this is, I mean, I love it. You, you both do a lot of these, right, in the odd, odd shop. Right. Yeah. But I think pins are fun. Jen and I literally, we wanted to come out with a new, like a new summer mm. line. And we waited, of course, till the last minute, just because client work obviously takes precedent. And then so like two days before I knew I only had my 30 day window to get them manufactured. And I realized we had an event coming up. I was like, okay, we have one day to design five pins. And wow. we, we did. We designed five pins in one day. And I think really? that's what we've always worked. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, for for our own brand, and it's bad. It's terrible. It's a bad precedent. We would never do it for clients, but for we yourself. have to do it for ourselves because we do it for clients. We give right, them. right, but right, it's right, easier right. to do for yourself because you innately know what you right. like and what your brand stands for. It's it's exactly. innately in me what odds and yeah. odds is. So then I just kind of think back and I look through my sketchbook. You know, I love mm-hmm. a need need my Netflix with the the. Oh yeah, that one sold was out. Popular. I think no. Yeah, it is. The great it thing is too is. Uh, about product is I think every designer should be thinking about how do I make something that I can sell that's a product and not a mm-hmm. service because we only have such I mean creativity is a limited pool I think like yes it'll always be there and it replenishes in weird ways but you sometimes you don't know when it will replenish or how and you can get really exhausted really easy and especially as you get older and you have different priorities that start taking precedence like you should start thinking as soon as possible, what do I have that I can offer that I can turn into a product or even better, like a digital download that I don't even have to like, you know, manufacture. Think about, yeah. Um, yeah. Make it passive income because that's how you start really, I don't know, making money while you sleep, which we say all at, during every podcast. But it's seriously, people should be thinking about it and um, your time is 
is limited, but those kinds of things aren't. So totally right on the money. Yeah. Yeah. And if yeah. you're doing the same kind of lettering for every client, like make a font, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah, capitalize yes. that. <laughs> yeah. Like if you see something that everybody's asking for, that's your chance to, you know, you already know how to do it. You've been doing it for three different clients up to this point. You know, uh, I love, I love this. This is, you're speaking my language here because I, when I, before <laughs> dribble, I, when I had my own, do my own client stuff, I always made things on the side and it never like took off and made me tons of money, but it was always, there's that passive income you're talking about. And that to supplement the client work was like really comforting to know that, you know, also it's mm-hmm. an outlet, but it's also like a, you know, potential little revenue stream that, that's coming in while you're, while you're sleeping, like you said. Yeah. It's a little yeah. safety net, right? Like, you know, it'll at least cover mm-hmm. groceries exactly. or something, you exactly. know? Yeah. Well, and also I think it teaches you so much about what your clients are going through when you start trying to marketing and sell something that's not so innate to you. Like we become so good at designers at selling ourselves and that's great. But learning and putting yourself out of your comfort zone, learning to sell and market something completely new uh, and going through that new thought process of creating, manufacturing, thinking about, you know, production and, um, you know, we have to think now about our, our style Bottom books. Bottom line. And, and, yeah. And, yeah. And send out um, – you know, information to vendors. And it's a whole different world that keeps our mind sharp and kind of flexes that muscle in a way that we had been, you know, getting a little bit, I don't know, what would you atrophied mm-hmm. in, you know? Have you, so. Has that helped you in client work? Like where you've had a, you're doing something for a client and then they're like, oh, we, we wish we could do like pins or bandanas or something. And you're like, hey, oh, we, yeah. we got you covered because well, we like, know exactly how to do that. <laughs> oh yeah. Like a, a huge uh, clothing, um, company, which we can't say because we signed an NDA, but a huge clothing company contacted us recently. And I think it's because of Mm. that work, because they wanted a bunch of designs similar to things that we were doing there. Um, I haven't been able to talk to them in depth yet, but uh, based on what they're saying, it's so in line with what we were doing with Odds and Sods. So even though Odds and Sods is, you know, it's it's not anywhere near what we're making monetarily with Hutzpah, it's a lot easier and it's a lot simpler. It's a lot more gratifying because we're getting exactly yeah. what we want out of it. And it's leading to a lot of good client work that we wouldn't have yes. gotten otherwise. So start, start a shop, start a shop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, and like Jen said, now every time you do something new, it makes you understand more. Like we never knew anything. Thing about manufacturing before. And now we have that in our wheelhouse as well, that we understand how to produce something and, you know, and how to make line sheets and how to contact wholesale accounts and that kind of thing. And, that- and I love that every time you step out of your comfort zone, your business vocabulary just like blows oh, yeah. up. Absolutely. Because especially like we didn't go to school, but even people who go to school for design, a lot of times they're not trained in business. Um, there's no business schools or business classes at a lot of design schools. And so I think a lot of times you're fighting this uphill battle of learning how to speak like you yeah. know what you're talking yep. about. Um, so many of us as designers rely on gut instinct, which is it, it's a very reliable thing internally, but trying to explain that externally to people who don't have that you know, luxury of understanding that we know what we're doing is really important. So us being able to learn a lot of these terms and, and becoming more uh, self-aware as business people and how to talk about it is also hugely valuable. Yeah, I bet. I mean, wow, this is, this is awesome. I want to print that all out. Or, or you should <laughs> just put it on your mirror. Publish read it, it every morning. <laughs> I mean, you should print it out. And, and uh, well, you do have you have a book, it's, right? It's in our ebook. Uh, if we ever if we oh, ever edit the thing, we're so bad. We're oh so my God. close. Oh, okay. Though. Literally, it's, we're it's so not close. Out yet. Yeah. Okay. I saw. I saw it. So, it was oh, okay. out, and but we're re-releasing gotcha. it because we've learned so much in the uh, last. Yeah, few yeah, years, I bet. You know? So you're re- and, 
a, a yeah. second edition, basically. Right? Exactly, a second um, edition. Yeah. And we're trying to make it more of a workbook so it's not just all passive reading. People are going to be able to figure out their own um, hourly rates and, you know, do their own budgeting in there. So adding a lot more value to it that um, so that it we're just hoping it like is like one of our best passive income yeah. pieces because that's really passive when you just upload a digital piece and people just Absol- pay on PayPal absolutely. <laughs> or Apple Pay oh, or totally. whatever. Yeah. I mean, it, you, you put all this work into yeah. it now and, it, and then when it's done, you can move on and it's just people are enjoying it. Right. Because with the pins, I mean, we yeah. have to do shipping and put it all together and yeah. there is still a lot that there goes is. into so it, it. So. And with the book, it's the questions that people ask us the most, you know, it's like people who want to know how to start their own business or want to know how to quote or, you know, what to mm. charge. So you know, having that to just say, hey, like this book is only $10 and it's worth $10. Oh my God, yeah. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that doesn't get talked about enough, you know, I think in terms of advice. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and um, so I'll, I'll be looking for that book too. Soon, when I'm out of a job again, and I have to go back. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. When, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, especially after the Instagram fiasco. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so I, uh, I wanted to move on to another shot. This one is called Wine Feature Italy, illustration for Saute Magazine. This is cool. So this is part of a series that that you did, Jen, right? Where it's like wine bottle. Yeah. First of all, I had to pick it because I love wine. And and uh, it's a little too early for that right now, but like <laughs> I, I would be having it. And um, But I just, you know, again, like really creative use of the shadow depicting like this, the region, right, of the wine. So I, was, I just wanted to get a little backstory mm-hmm. in this one. Yeah. So actually me and Amy both worked on parts of the illustration, but it all, I mean, I think an interesting uh, qualifier for this whole project was that we met the girl who brought us in on this project years ago at a project that was not a positive experience at all. Not because of her, but because of other outside influences. But we did buy right by the project. We made sure that it still was something we were really proud of. And she was also involved in it and we got to work with her. And because we did right by that, even though like it would have been so easy to be like, I'm done. Like, I got to get out of here. Um, years later, she remembered us and brought us in on this amazing new magazine that they're doing. And I thought that was really cool, um, just as like yeah, a, a so lesson cool. there. But so once she brought us in, um, it's a brand new magazine and a lot of people were contributing work for free, um, which is amazing and so good out of these people's hearts to do that. But the problem was is that um, on one of the images for this piece that they were doing, the the quality just wasn't what we wanted, but we didn't know how to say that. So a good tactic we learned was to just go in and say to her, what do you think about these images? She was like, they're not that good, are they? I was like, well, it's just like they aren't that luxury quality that you were looking for in the magazine. So I said, well, what if we do illustration instead, like a really nice, like, you know, something that feels elevated and it isn't cheesy, but um, could replace the image. And so she let us do it. And it wasn't within our quote, but we did it because we just wanted the magazine to look amazing. I think sometimes it's worth it to add in those extras, especially if it's someone you know and trust. And because now that magazine, which was the inaugural issue, we got to be the creative directors on and set the style and tone. Now that's the calling card that we use for you know other pieces and other editorial outlets who maybe didn't think we could do that before. So as long as you get benefit out of it, I think investing a little bit more than what you're expected, um, as long as you're not being taken advantage of, is yeah, yeah. hugely important. You know, and it's good for everyone. Yeah. And that client had been so easy to work with. And if anything, they were were just too, they were so easy that it was going a lot faster on schedule than we had anticipated. So we had Mm. more time budgeted than than we had used. And we thought, well, I mean, they've been amazing. Let's be amazing back to them. And yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, uh, imagine like just it being nice to people, like, 
will actually get yeah. you further in life, I think. Um, well, and now they're like, even though we weren't contracted with them to do more issues, they're like, hey, I know we only agreed to do this many, um, but now we want you to do more illustrations per issues and we'll pay you to do those. So it, it did beget work because we, you know, yeah. we paid it forward. And that won't, that's not always true. It's like, it's like a very nice thought. And sometimes it does become true, which is awesome. But I, I think still it was rewarding for us, even if it hadn't have come back to do really cool work that we were proud of. So yeah, and I think like like you said, if if the client is is fun to work with and it's it's like a good you have a good rapport, then it, you know, and, and you want to help and just all the all the planets align there to just just do it and uh, yeah. help them elevate elevate the the quality of the design, right? For sure. And I got those dribble legs piling up. Oh my gosh, it was one of my most popular shots. Yeah, they right? were piling. Like, weird. Maybe wine is like the ticket. People were like, "I would have a poster of this." I was like, "Of a wine?" Like I don't know. I just. I oh, I would too. Yeah, totally. All right. I'm gonna get some. I, I want a poster. Uh, see, no, I'm already asking for more stuff. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, like in a, in a, in a this would be perfect in a, in a kitchen. You know? For sure. Yeah. That's or wherever point. you drink wine, I guess. Um, so, all right. That's awesome. Uh, I guess I was just imagining it like in someone's bedroom next to a Ramones poster. I was like, what? You want a poster (laughs) of this wine bottle? I don't know. I just didn't understand. It could go with the Ramones, I think. Yeah. Why not? Um, wine is, wine is very rock and roll now. Um, no, I don't know what I'm talking about. So, (laughs) uh, I'm going to go from, I want to go do one, I want to squeeze one more project in here and we'll go from wine to beer actually Ooh. right so the docent brewing and there's a couple shots here the, the logo exploration is really cool and and um i love when you do those because i love not just seeing the final logo right you see sort of other other takes on it maybe ones that were rejected but um seeing the exploration and the thinking behind you know where you end up is is, is super cool and, and then the the billboard version of it when you've you've got Again, the color and typography play a huge role in, in that piece of work, too. So, yeah, just wondering, is Docent a local brewery? How did you get hooked up with them? Yeah, Docent's this amazing local brewery. It's the first brewery in San Juan Capistrano, and they just opened this week. So it's kind of timely that we're talking oh, about wow. it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Excellent. Congrats. And the beer is amazing, and the people who are working on this project are just so passionate about it. So it was really they were really fun to work with. And it was actually a really difficult relationship, and we we actually laugh about it together all the time, the client and I, because we both care so much. But it, you know, sometimes it's just like, okay, we just got to finish this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but this project came from Jen had been doing um, another project for, uh, I guess it's like Essential Oils Company, mm-hmm. and uh, and they it was it was you know, like labels and a lot of typesetting and that kind of thing. And because she did a really good job and she would pitch extra things that would elevate the brand, it it, it just became like a really, really cool and cohesive brand. And so their friends were Docent Brewing. And so she re- referred us to them and it just, you know, client, if you do good client work for somebody, they want to refer you to their friends. And it's just always, we've never really had to market because of that. And, and that's probably also a bad thing that we just got lucky with maybe, but we, if you do right by your clients, they are like your greatest advocates. Well, because like everybody wants to know a guy, right? It's like, oh, I, I know the perfect person. They want to like be the hookup, <laughs> right. you know, and like ha- claim some stake Like be in your the success. godfather. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, I think we're all true. like, we want to like be proponents for our friends. So uh, yeah. if you get yes. a loyal fan base, like they just become your your greatest assets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. That's, 
again, that's like being nice, being good to your clients. You never know who you're going to work with um, again. Absolutely. I've learned that lesson, you know, several times before, like where a project didn't go very well at all, but somebody on the team that was, you know, went on to, because no one stays in the same jobs in the exactly. world, right? They go on to work at uh, YouTube and then they call you up and they go, hey, let's do this project. So, it, yeah, it, you never know. You never know who you're, who you're going to run into again. Absolutely. You never <laughs> um, know. And that's why um, it kills me when people say like, oh, I never get any fun projects or this project's boring. And I just think you're boring. <laughs> like <laughs> Every project definitely. is what you make of it. And you can, you can put your all in even if it's not the most exciting thing in the world. And that will come back. Even if it's just that the project manager remembers that you pitched a lot of really cool stuff even though the higher-ups didn't agree to any of it you know yeah people remember that kind of thing so yeah so we got docent through that and um all of their inspiration was just like right up our alley you know like um early to mid 1900s like soda bottles and like um advertisements and you know ghosted signs on walls and stuff and and we were just like yeah let's do this for sure (laughs) And yeah, it was really fun. Jen and I ideated together and then I was the point person and kind of had the rest of our team come in and help, you know, as needed. Um, and that was one of the billboards that we did. And that, that is on their wall at eight feet by 24 feet wide. It's huge. Oh, wow. Oh, it's yeah. gigantic. Yeah. Whoa. That must be so cool to see. It's right? so cool. You guys got to go on their Instagram or yeah. their website, which I'm updating right now and go like check out the real live piece because it's wow. so killer. Yeah, I can imagine, I can picturing that like on the wall. Yeah, like uh, that would be. So is it, someone painted it then, or how did they? Yeah, that so work? they had um they had their friend who was getting into muraling paint it for us, and I gotta say she did a great job for like not having done this kind of thing before, and it was a huge, huge undertaking, and um, yeah, bet, bet. it was really fun. Wow, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, see, I love that we've talked about different projects, but you were able to um share a lot of great advice for, for everybody at home. So Jen and I are very cool. much like, okay, this is business. It's fun, but it's like, if you're not making money, you're not doing it right. <laughs> I, know, like, I forget who we were talking to the other day. They were yeah. talking about um, their friend who has like, you know, 60,000 followers on Instagram or something, but they are like barely making it because they don't know how to freelance, you know? Yeah. So it's like, there's such a disconnect if you're not able to yeah. tie, you know, online success with actual financial success. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, totally. Um, yeah, it's not it's not simple. No, yeah, you definitely to, have to, to try to, at it, and it takes a yeah. different kind of thinking. Yeah. yeah, and it's not just the nice thing either. Like I know we've talked a lot about like doing right by clients, but a lot of times doing right by them is being honest and you know being upfront about also what you can't do and what isn't yeah. good for your relationship ongoing and mm-hmm. and creating healthy boundaries. You know, I mean, with all of our clients, like there's conversations on both sides with the client and us explaining to each other like what we expect out of the relationship and you know um, how we can better you know work together. And mm-hmm. it's important to learn to listen too. It's really easy to get defensive and. And to think, oh, you just don't understand my art and my craft. And they don't. Yeah. So, <laughs> so explain be a little it. bit merciful. Yeah, yeah. Be exactly. a little bit merciful about that. And and be thankful for also their expertise and, and what they bring to the table from a different perspective that you haven't considered, you know? So Yeah, they're the boss, right? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, they're they're making really. the money rain. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully raining, yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully. Um, hopefully it's not a trickle. It's a it's a heavy <laughs> downpour. <laughs> uh-huh. So so uh so where can folks what's next for Hood Spa? 
world and, domination. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We actually went international. What, what, nothing less. Nothing less. <laughs> nothing less. Exactly. Yeah. Wait, you went international, you said. Yeah, we, we had our first speaking gig in Sweden last week. We just got back and it was amazing. It was oh, so much fun. I love fun. Sweden. Oh, my favorite, yeah. One of my favorite places. It was, yeah. I could move to Stockholm tomorrow, even though the weather is so cold. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing there. Yeah. We had a blast. I'm half Swedish, so I, I had to go. This is a long time ago. I went and visited. Yeah, it's amazing. So, so you spoke. Is it a conference there? Or? Yeah, it was at a conference, and um, ev- almost every other talk was in Swedish, besides us and like two <laughs> Danish people. But um, I think it went really well. Ah, <laughs> uh, super good. Everyone speaks English over there. Yeah, everyone speaks yeah. English, so it was really cool. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, so we're we're going international. <laughs> that is super cool, and and uh, I imagine you're busy, client wise, and making products and. Yeah, we're planning the next thing for odds and sods because kind of like you said, yeah. like the pin thing is really cool, but it I think sometimes you you're like, okay, I have too many or like, you know, I just I worry that it's not going to be as exciting as it has been these last few years and maybe it'll go back to being just kind of a normal a normal trend. Um so we've been kind of doing more bandanas, doing some product testing that hopefully we'll be releasing soon on new items for odds and sods as well. So, yeah, that should be exciting. Super cool. Well, thank you, Jen and Amy, for joining us. This has been awesome. I mean, literally, like I said, we've gotten a lot of great advice from you just by talking about your your project. So we really appreciate it. Thanks yeah, for thanks having, for having us, us on. <laughs> yeah, and uh, keep rocking. So people will find you on Dribble, obviously, uh, Hood Spa, and um, also Instagram, right? Twitter. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we on love Twitter. the gram. Okay. All all yep. the usual, all the usual suspects. Okay, great. Yep. All right. Well, thanks again. TGIF. uh, Bye. Yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) TGIF.